0: Hello everyone. Glad you could join us on the Real People, Real God podcast. We'll spend the next little while getting to know God a little bit better by getting into the Bible and hearing what he has to say to us and through us. Welcome. Well, it's good to have you here on the podcast on the Real People, Real God podcast. I'm Pastor Tim Howard and we have Pastor Chris Shepherdson with us.
1: Hello everybody.
0: Yes. And uh, so we're excited to be with you and to share some um, some good stuff from the Word of God with you, uh, and uh, today I think we got a really good topic, and um, uh, we're going to get to it. Um, the first thing I wanted to uh, kind of talk about, though, was um, the basis of this this uh, topic is uh, it came from a, a sermon that was previously preached, and we'll go into more detail on it, but um the idea was that if you, when you were a kid, if you remember, or maybe when you took your kids to, uh, um, a fair or carnivore amusement park and it had a carousel and then you had the horses and, the, and all the weird animals, unicorns, and the, the, uh, even the benches, um, and, um, when I was real little, I did that and it was fine. Um, but when I got a little older, I didn't like going around in circles anymore. It made me dizzy. So it didn't work so well. Um, but, uh, nonetheless, when you go to a a fair or something and you watch that and, you know, you see the little kids just having a ball, but you know, they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. They're having a blast, but they're not going anywhere. They're going around in circles. And, uh, that's kind of what, uh, the topic of this is on um, this podcast and this episode that we want to talk about is um, is going around this circle. And uh, you know, we, we all have done it. We all uh, occasionally do it. Um, a lot of people are really stuck in this circle. Um, and so we want to talk about that with you. And we also want to give you um Some information on how to get out of it, how to fix it, how to get off the carousel (laughs) and uh, stop going around in circles. Um. So, uh, we want to share that with you. So, but first, um, you know, Chris, would you mind just giving us a quick open us up and quick prayer, yeah, and sure. we'll get to it.
1: Thank you, Father, for this night and for all the things you're sharing with us and you're teaching us and showing us how to grow and delivering us from situations that we may feel are impossible to get out of. And we thank you for opening our ears and our eyes tonight to hear from you that this would be a life giving message, not just a conversation, but something, Lord, whenever we talk about your word or we open your Word, there's life, and we thank you for that, and we ask that you would do that tonight in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. amen. So, <clears throat> I want to uh, let's just talk about some of the things that we face first, um, because that's what this revolves around. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> but this carousel, this circle that that we get on, um, and we keep going in circles, and um, and it, and it's really due to if we ask people, okay, well, why do you? keep battling the same thing over and over again? Why do you keep finding yourself in the same situation over and over again? Mm. Um, if you ask people why that is, you know, one of the, one of the answers they're going to say is, well, it's somebody else's fault. Yeah. It's the state's fault for not supporting me. It's my parents fault for not doing this. It's my husband's fault. My wife's fault, my kids fault, whatever. Um, but one of the biggest answers is, is it's somebody else's fault yeah. and it might be, and it might not be. But the point is, it's not the fault just finding the fault. not going to get us off the carousel. It's not going to get no. us away from, from the concern. Um, <clears throat> but I just want to break some news to everybody that, you know, one of the biggest things that we face is ourselves. Yeah. It's ourselves. I mean, We can blame people all day long, and we can blame blame the devil for a lot of things. And sure, he's the author of sin, and sure he's responsible for that in the long run. But a lot of times we have ourselves to blame, even if it's not our fault. Why we're in the situation we're in, we can um, we can still get do things to get out of it, you know. But a lot of times we're so busy blaming people that we find comfort in that blame. We find resolution or at least we think we find resolution a false resolution or peace. Yes. Peace in that blame. If we Mm -hmm. can blame somebody else, um, then it's not my fault. You know, and the thing is, is that we continue to keep blaming them. Yeah, we keep whether it's their fault or not. We keep blaming them. And that blame actually has an adverse effect and will keep us in this cycle, keep us on this carousel. Um, So. You know, I think that uh, we have to be careful about about that blame and not even really take the time to to um, to foster that blame because it's not getting us out of it anyway.
1: No. Well, the other thought, too, is sometimes people may not even realize or have a revelation that they're in a cycle or that they're on a carousel. Everyone around them can see it. But they have no idea that they're in this position again. And yeah. that it's, it, sometimes it takes somebody on the outside stepping in and saying, Hey you know, to get the revelation that there's a problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. Like you said, a lot of people don't realize this is a cycle they're in. And some people have been in, in these cycles for so long, they don't know anything else. Yeah, Exactly. And, uh, you know, I, I've seen that many times and, you know, I have one example that, um, where we had an individual years ago that was in one of these cycles, um, couldn't maintain a job couldn't maintain a home couldn't maintain you know income couldn't maintain you know different thing necessities of life and um and we had a we spoke with this individual a little bit just just real frank just uh you know person to person christian to christian just trying to say um do you realize mm-hmm you know, this is what you're doing. You know, you you've had this many homes in this many years, this many jobs in this many months and so on. And the individual was like, yeah, I'm aware of that. And, you know, I'm like, well, is this troubling to you? You know? um, And uh, the, the individual said, she's, they said, this is all I've ever known. This is, this is the way I was raised. And so, The person was aware that this is not what most people do, but they that's all they knew. They and it's hard for some people to understand and realize that, but for some people, they don't know any different. Yeah, you know, so to explain this to them, they might be like, okay, well, you know, but but they don't get it because this is all they've ever known. They,
1: They keep defaulting back to the original what they know. I think that's part of the reason why people who particularly women who find themselves in an abusive relationship leaves that relationship and ends up finding themselves in another relationship of similar, um, similar situation because it's all they know. They don't know how to have something better. So all they do is keep result keep falling back into that same familiarity because there's some kind of crazy, peace quote unquote that's used very lightly um knowing that hey i know what to expect yeah at least i know what to expect and i know how to navigate this anything else if you get me off that carousel i don't know what to do with myself
0: there's comfort in the familiar very much so whether it's a good familiar even if it's horrible yeah even if yeah right
1: and i think that's where you get the resistance from people like the, the individual you were speaking about is because it's terrifying they don't even know if they can walk if they were to step off that carousel. Yeah. You know, yeah. like what do I do?
0: They were so used to making ends meet. Well, or something like that, the way they have been. Yeah. They, they didn't know or didn't have it in them to keep a job for a couple yeah. years or, or whatever. Yeah.
1: And it's tragic to see because, you know, scripture says that he wants us to be free. He doesn't mm-hmm. want us to be bound by that stuff. And to see that is so heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and it's good to note too, that, Um, that there are some people that live in these cycles and there are some people that just occasionally hit these cycles. So, you know, we're not saying that, you know, somebody's, once you get in a cycle, you'll be there forever. That's not, that's not necessarily true. Some people living in them and some people bounce in and out of them. Yeah. But whatever, whatever the case is, they, they can um, bind you up and, and they can mm-hmm. prevent you from being who God called you to be and, and, uh, living, uh, your Christian faith out. And, uh, so we want to definitely help, help you, um, to understand what the cycle is. And and how to um how to stop it and how to get out of it.
1: Yeah, And I'd like to just interject real quick. Some of it could be a physical or a mental issue that needs more advanced help, yes. you know, because they have different there's names for it, mm-hmm. you know, whether you know, they'll be. um Really depressed one day, and then really hyperactivity the yeah. next day, and back and forth. And there's there's names for that. We won't go into it because it's another whole subject. But that is out there too, and it's a real thing.
0: Yeah, it's so definitely there a real thing. there could very well be some people that you know, need to talk to a counselor, Christian counselor or something. And and this is certainly not at all to take the place of that. But this is to identify just some um, some factors that that are involved in, you know, hitting these cycles and um, and how to get off them. And we're going to explain it uh, in detail, too. We're going to go through it. Uh, here in a little while, um, I'm I'm sure this will probably be a, f- a couple of two or three episodes, but um, we'll definitely go through it and break it down. Yeah. And, and I think when we do, some people will will recognize they've either been there or they are there. Uh, and we also want you to know, too, that if you if you are there, I mean, if this is a situation that you're in, you're in a cycle. Um, don't think you're broken. Don't think that this is horrible. This is bad. And, you know, you're going to hell or whatever. Um, yeah. not at all, not at all, but we definitely want to want you to help you help you recognize that and get out of it. Um,
1: and even if it is something that's more of a mood disorder or manic depressive ap- episodes, this can possibly bring that out to say, well, maybe you can recognize there's more of a problem yeah. here and I need to get some help. Yeah. So that's a good positive thing out of this too, that yeah, good definitely. Christian counselors can really help people with that.
0: Definitely. Um, so you know, I think it's important, too, that uh, that we don't give the devil more credit than he needs, mm-hmm. than he wants. And while, like I said, he is the author of sin and lies and all that stuff, um, you know, to say it's the devil's fault all the time when sometimes it's just our fault or sometimes even if it's not our fault, we still have the capability to do something about it. Yeah, You know, and so, you know, I don't like giving the devil credit at all. Um, bad credit, good credit, no credit. I don't like it. Um, and, uh, so I, I am just one of those people that I'm, I'm careful about when I start blaming him because blaming the devil is glorifying him in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, not, I know we're not tar- directly trying to It's kind of a weird
1: way of patting him on the back. And yeah, saying, yeah. And,
0: uh, I don't want to do that at all. Oh. <laughs> um, but I guess what I'm saying is we need to be, and this, this is where, this is the bottom line. We need to be accountable for what's going on in our situation. You know, we, we need to recognize maybe it is me. Maybe it is my decisions or maybe it's somebody else's decisions or maybe it's just the way that the the cards fell so to speak mm-hmm. whatever the case i can do something about it and that's what you, that's what everybody needs to tell themselves that's right. you know they need you need to recognize and realize especially those that are that are christians that are believers you can do something about this you do not have to stay living in this cycle um You know, and so I think it's
1: important to take stock of our lives. I don't care how long you've been a believer. We could fall into these these patterns and we get so busy in our life. We don't even realize we have this going on. And, you know, we need to have that. And that's why brothers and sisters in Christ are so important, because, you know, someone can notice it when we may not notice it. And we can get off of that cycle before it really derails us.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so true. The mind is a powerful organ and God mm. created it to perform his good pleasure. All right. So we could obviously talk about the mind forever, <laughs> um, and get into clinical stuff and all that, but we're not, we're not going to do that. We're going to try to stay, stay in the spiritual domain here, but, but we have to understand that, um, this mind is, um, extremely powerful. Yeah. Um, and it has the ability to do so many functions. And, um, it has the ability to do good. It has the ability to do bad, to process good information, bad information, make good decisions, bad decisions, and so on. Um, but I think it's important for us to realize why, why God gave us a brain to begin with, you know, and he created us for his, his own good pleasure. So he could be with us forever. And, um, you know, sin came into the world and these minds became polluted and these minds are very, uh, very much capable of a lot of evil. You know, the scripture talks about that Yeah. in the days of Noah, you know, God was sorry. He created man.
1: It doesn't take long either.
0: Yeah. And so, but we have to understand what it, what God's intention was to begin with. And that, um, that was to please him. So this mind that's processing all this information, all of our surroundings and all that kind of thing was created and designed to bring God pleasure, you know? So when we bring that into perspective and recognize that this mind that is processing all this stress, all this anxiety, all these issues, all the things that are going on in my life right now, um, whatever cycle I'm in, um, you know, maybe it's just stop and just think for a minute. That this mind wasn't created for that. Mm -hmm. It was created to bring God pleasure, you know, and sometimes we've allowed things in our lives that we shouldn't. That's causes this. And sometimes it's the luck of the draw, if you will, or it's somebody else. But it's does it never changes what the mind was created for. You know, and that is to bring God pleasure for his good pleasure. And so we need to get back to that. Yeah, We need to get off this carousel and get back to that place where we're bringing God pleasure with our minds.
1: Well, the other thing, too, kind of a tag to that is our emotions. You know, people look at emotions sometimes as an evil thing. But in reality, God created emotions. Mm -hmm. Satan likes to twist them. And turn them into bad things. But I mean, if we didn't have emotions, if we didn't experience love and all those different emotions, it, it enhances our relationship with each other and it enhances our relationship with him. And without them, think of what our life would be like or yeah. what our relationships would be like. But unfortunately, our emotions can lie. Yes. And, and we can't always trust them, but we need to still not negate them and like they're bad and they're evil we need to run from them so there's a balance in there somewhere between allowing our emotions to carry us onto that carousel and stay there but also the other side of it where i'll you know using the emotions for god's glory and again like you said to bring in pleasure
0: yeah and and sometimes too society just uh you know in general the world tries to um redefine our emotions true that's very true to to where they're really Society's telling us it's one thing, but really it's something else, mm-hmm. you know. And before long, we're confused about how we're supposed to feel.
1: What's good is bad and what's yes. bad is good. Right. Yeah, they've got it all backwards.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, so this mind, so know that the mind that you have is is created to bring God pleasure. It's created to love. It's created to serve, to serve God and to serve others. Um, Your mind is created to worship. Your mind is created to praise um, and just to just to bring God pleasure. Mm -hmm. How do you bring God pleasure? By doing God things, you know, by being in his will, by knowing Jesus. And you and you can't do all those things if you're continually stuck in this cycle on this carousel. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so just remember that, that you can overcome this. Um, You can get off this carousel and start serving the lord and you know uh you might occasionally bump into the carousel again but you'll know how to get off of it this time you know because we we do we all in one way or another uh kind of fall into a cycle every now and then and we do have to remember how to get off of it um so with with this mind that we have that is now um You know, uh, deal that now deals with sin in the world and everything, because, you know, um, in case any believers out there, in case you haven't recognized, sin is still in the world. (laughs) It hasn't gone away because you're saved. Um, When we say save you from your sin, that doesn't mean he's keeping you from sinning. Um, You have to do that. (laughs) But he's keeping you from the penalty of the sin that you do commit if you repent from it. Um, so that's what it means to be saved from sin. Um, so make sure you understand that correctly because there's still sin in the world, and every day our minds must make these decisions. Yep, between, we're still
1: susceptible to yep, it. Yep. Yep.
0: We, we have got this, this mind that is created to please God still has to choose between truth and lies, truth and deception. And so, um, that's our part to do. Nobody. Is going to do that for us. Nobody's going to, you know, say, "Oh, I'll decide for you today." You know, <laughs> we make those decisions, and we need to have a foundation of of what is right, what is truth, so we can make the proper, the yeah. right decisions. And that really is is the word of God. Um, which that takes us down another rabbit trail, another for another uh, uh, podcast. Um, so, and the other thing I want to add to that whole mind thing is is that. You, you were created, all of us, our minds were created to win. We were created to win. And by that I mean, we were created to always be, um, with God, to always have dominion, to yeah. always be over whatever god puts under us our minds were created to to win we were created to be rulers we were created to to have dominion over a domain that means to rule um you know we were we were created to be on the top all the time you know until sin came into the world yeah. and then we gave a lot Turned of it that upside up down. Yeah. you know so so it's good to remember that your mind does not like to lose. It does not like to lose anything. It does not like to lose arguments. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people can agree with that. It yep. does not like to lose arguments. It does not like to lose competitions. It does not like to lose control. It does not like to lose, um, which is good and, and and also bad. Because on the good side, you know, if we're doing serving God and doing what we're supposed what we're supposed to. That means that you know the enemy's not going to win over us. We're going to have control over our minds and over what we do. But on the bad side, on the other side of it, the sin side of it is is that um, you know once we start getting into sin and allowing ourselves to be part of that, then our minds don't like to lose that either. Yeah. Which is the bad side. Um, yeah. So know that your mind is extremely powerful, um, and. You know, it can take you all kinds of places and all sorts of directions, but you need to maintain control over your mind, over what you think, and you do that by what you allow into your, into your mind, through your sight, through your senses. Um, scripture is, is, is the best way, you know, that you can, um, keep good things coming in but also your surroundings the music yeah. listen to, the movies Who you, you watch yep. all that stuff it truly truly matters don't ever don't ever believe the lie that says all oh, you're strong enough you can handle that you know being in that environment don't ever believe that um no
1: that is so not true
0: yeah that is so so not true um so anyway, I just wanted to share all that first before we get into this because it's it's real important for um for us to understand and recognize that cuz you know, some people, I know there's some people listening now that have been in these cycles where they're up, everything's going good, and then it seems like the bottom drops out, you know, finances, relationships, you Something, name it, yeah. everything. And then, um, then heartbreak and despair happens. And then, you know, um, then they reach the bottom of the barrel and they're just like, they just give up, you know, and then they start to see a glimmer of hope. You know, God, God is still there. And then, you know, so then they start getting excited again and then get humble and they just kind of maintain and in this really good place. And then they start to feel real comfortable again. Mm -hmm. And once they're real comfortable, then they start making some decisions that they used to make before because they start getting bored with their comfort. And we'll get in more uh, uh, into that a little more on the next episode. But that just wanted to briefly explain that because I know there's some people out there that can identify with that. And, um, and if you can, please continue to listen to the next few episodes because we're really going to get into this and and tell you how to get out of this and, and you do not have to live that way. You can make a difference. Um, you can make a decision to get out of it and this mind that you have, this powerful mind that, that has been stressed and and anxious and everything else, we're going to show you how you can turn that mind back. To the way God created it to be. So thank you for joining us on this episode. Please join us for the next one. We're going to start getting into this cycle and explaining it. And, uh, please, uh, like and share this podcast with, with people. Um, we don't make any money off this podcast. This is solely just, um, for your information and hopefully you can share this with somebody and, uh, you know, maybe it can change a life. Um, and you can contact us. At www.valleyviewchapel. Um, I'm sorry. That's our website, valleyviewchapel.net, or you can contact us at info at valleyviewchapel.net and um, uh, drop us a line if we've helped you or if uh, we can add something to this. So uh, join us in the next episode. Thanks for listening and God bless. Bye. We're so glad you could join us for this episode of the Real People, Real God podcast. You can support this podcast by visiting www.valleyviewchapel.net and click on the donate button. Music was by Kevin McLloyd, and my name is Tim Howard. Until next time, may the Spirit of God continue to teach you His ways.